Today's daf is Bovakama daf tzadik zayin, and we have thirteen lines from the bottom of daf tzadik vav omid beis. The two dots, Reb Meir Oimer ba'avodim Oimerloi hareishalach tafanach. Today's daf is being learned as a schos for Achenu bnei Yisrael hanasunu batzaru b'shivya. Today's daf is also being learned as a schos for Fuah Shalema for Beilin Achama b'shinda Chaya and Baruch Yitzchak Eli Melech ben Achama. Today's stuff's being learned. Le'ilu nishmas Henya Fredabas Reb Shmuel Shmuel Yosef ben Reb Moshe and David Tzvi ben Mordechai. So we're still learning the first sugya in Perak Hagoyzal Eitzim, which is the halacha of Shinui Koina. What's the halacha of Shinui Koina? If someone is either a Ganev or a Gazlin. The halach is, he has a chiv to return this that he stole. In the event that there's a shinoi, which is defined at length in sugyas here in Perak HaGoyzaleitzim and earlier in Perak Meruba, then the halach is, the Ganivor Gazlin acquires the thing that he stole and now becomes his 100%, stating that he now has an obligation to reimburse the person that he stole from in money based on whatever the value of that thing was, the Mishnah on the Avtzadik Vav Amadeis mentioned the Machloikis between Rameir and the Chacham. The Mishnah said, If somebody steals a Behemoth and the Behemoth Pasha got old, Avadim Veskin, or if somebody steals an Evid, and the Evid got old, Mishalim Kishas Akzeilo. The halach is, he does not return the Behemoth or the Evid, rather, He's koina, the behemoth or the evet, with shinoi. What's the shinoi? The fact that it aged, and he now has an obligation to be mashalim kishas hagzela. Reb Meir was chaylik. Reb Meir said, ba'avadim oimeloi, hareishalach lefanacha. In other words, I agree, gazal behemoth v'hiskino, mashalim kishas hagzela. However, gazal evet v'hiskino, there the halach is, he says, In other words, Rameyah Shita is that uh, Gazlin cannot be koina an Eved Bishinoi. Now, what's Pashib Shad and Why would he hold that you could be koina a Behemoth with Shinoi? You could be koina any Gzela Bishinoi, but an Eved not. So the Gemara is going to explain, but being that we've already learned this and seen this in previous Sugis, so I think it's Kedaira Chazer Balpeh. And that is, it's because Rameir holds that Avodim are iskish lekarka, karkas enon exelis, thus an evid is also not shayach tigzela. If you can't steal in the technical sense an evid, then you can't be koina an evid b'shinoi. Because the whole idea of being koina b'shinoi is a sif cotton in hilchas gzela. So something that you can steal, you can be koina b'shinoi. But something that you can't steal, you can't be koina b'shinoi. Thus, at first glance, and this is very important as a segue to the first part of the daf, the machloikis between Rameir and the Chachamim would seem to be whether avodim are iskish likarka or whether avodim are not iskish likarka. In other words, everybody holds shinikaina. Rameir is moita gazal behemaviskinu mishal and kishas akzela. Everybody holds that the only time shinikaina is if there's gzela. Everybody holds karka in an exalus. That's something that's axiomatic throughout Shas. What then is the say here? Whether an Eved is iskish lakarka or whether he's not iskish lakarka. 
that would seem to be the Pshutay Shomikra, the Tanakama in the Mishnah holds, Gazal Avadim Behiskinu Meshalim Kishasak Zeila Shinu Kaina. In other words, Avadim Arshaykh Tigzeila. Rameir says, Bavoid. Because Rameir holds that Avadama is Kishlakarka, thus there is no Gzela when it comes to in Evan. Either way, with that Hakdama, Zok the Hilgigimot, Rameir, Omer Babadam, Omer Lea, Rachel Lachlanach, Omer Abhanid Baravdimi, Omer Rav, Rabhanid Baravdimi said in the name of Rav, Halacha Kirameir. The Allah is like Rameir, that what? Ba'avadim oimalei aresha loch lefanecha, which means avadim are iskish lekarka, thus, just like by karka, there's no gzela, snow to buy avadim, there's no gzela either. Says the Gemara, Rav Shavik, Rabbanav, Avik, Rameir, why would Rav paskin like the Rameir and not paskin like the Rabbanon? Yeah. Being machria like Rameir in the Mishnah over the Rabbana. Now, what's the big deal? Can't pass him like Rameir? Rameir, listen, my you would think. But really, the Gemara's cash is predicated on two things. Number one, Yachid the Rabbim, Halachik Rabbim. Rameir is the Yachid in the Mishnah. The Tanakama are the Rabbim. Why would you pass him like the Yachid over the Rabbim? But in addition to that, we know from Klali Apsak that we almost never pass him like Rameir. The Gemara says that Rameir was so tief that the Chachamim couldn't be Yorid le Saif Daitai. Erevin Yud Gimel Amid Beis, and as a result, we never paskin like Rameir. So, afraid to Gemara, why would Rav be Shavik Rabbanon? Why would he leave the Shita of the Rabbanon on the side? The Avid Rameir and paskin like Rameir. Amri, so the Gemara says, Mishum de Braisa Ipchatanya. The reason that Rav, this is a little tricky, paskin like Rameir in the Mishnah, is because Rav had a Braisa that stated the same exact Machloikis, albeit the names were reversed. In the Braisa, it was the Chachamim who hold that Avadim are Enon Ixalas, thus, Avadim Vehiskinu, Oymalea Rachel Achlofanecho, and it was Rameir that said, Avadim Vehiskinu, Mishalem Kishas Agzelo. Meaning, Rav, when he said the Halachas like Rameir in our Mishnah, only said so because he believed that the sheet of Rameir in our Mishnah is not really the sheet of Rameir. It's really the sheet of the Chachamim. What's his Makar to say that Rameir is the Chachamim? Because he has a Braisa that has a different Gersa. In other words, Rav is saying Halacha Rameir, what Rameir says in the Mishnah, but not because he holds of the Gavra Rameir, but rather he holds like the Chachamim, he grada holds that the right Girsa, based on a Braisa, is that it's the Chachamim that hold, that Avadim are not Nixelis, and it's for that reason that he passed in this way. But the Gemara asks a follow-up question. Why would Rav have preferred the Girsa of the Braisa versus the Girsa of the Mishnah, meaning based on the Girsa that we have in the Mishnah, it's Rameir that holds that Avodim are in and based on that, he shouldn't pass in that way. Oh, because he has a Brysa where it's the Shita of the Chachamim, but if there's a face-off between a Mishnah and a Brysa, the Mishnah is going to win every day. So why is it then that he would go like the Brysa? So the Gemara says, Rav Masnisin Nami Ipcha. Rav Chain had a different girsa in our Mishnah, meaning Rav's girsa in our Mishnah was that Rameir holds 
that the Eved is Nixelis, and it's the Chachamim hold that it's not Nixelis. So again, why would Rav say that the Halacha is like Rameir? The Gemara is going to speak this out later. He means Kafi the Gersa that we have in our Mishnah. That in our Mishnah we have Rameir as being the one that holds that Avodah in and Nixelis. That's why he said it that way. But the Gemara says, my time the Rav, the So it sounds like Rav saw the Mishnah and he saw a Braisa. In the Mishnah, Ramei the Chachamim Machloikis is presented one way. In the Brayse, it's presented in the reverse way. It's a steer between the Girsois. So what Rav do? He said, "I prefer the Girs of the Brayse over the Girs of the Mishnah." Fake the Gemara. Why would he have done that? Lechura, wouldn't it make more sense for the Brayse's Girsa to defer to the Mishnah versus the Mishnah's Girsa deferring to the Brayse? Adarabba, Nebuch le Brayse, Mikami Masisin. And the background to the Gemara's Kash is because we know the Mishnayas were edited a lot better than the Brayse's were. So if the Mishnah has the Machlokes one way and the Brayse has the Machlokes another way, you would think that the right Girsa is the Girsa of the Mishnah. So the Gemara says two terus. One is Amri Rav Nami Masnise Ipcha Asne. Rav didn't change the gears in the Mishnah because of a Brysa. The reason Rav felt that the gears of the Brysa was right is because he held the gears of the Mishnah really was always like the gears of the Brysa. In other words, Rashi says, he had been cabled from his Rebbe's that the proper gears in the Mishnah was the way it's in the Brysa. So again, why did he say Alochik Rameir Kafi the way everybody else had the Gersa? But the point is, it's not that Rav had a steer between a Gersa and a Mishnah and a Gersa and a Brice. He didn't know what to do about it. So he said, no, I think the Gersa and the Brice is the better. Let me change the Gersa and the Mishnah. Rav was makabal from his Rebbe's Lo'olam, the right Gersa was the Gersa and the Mishnah. He didn't do this change and this edit by himself. This was what his original Kabbalah was. And Achanami, if he didn't know what the right Gersa was, and he had a Mishnah and he had a Brysa, if he was presented with those facts, he would change the Brysa for the Mishnah, not the Mishnah for the Brysa. But that's not what happened. It's just not the Mitzvah Sadvar. And the Mitzvah says he was Makabal, the Gersa of the Brysa in the Mishnah. So you're right. Rav's not passing like Rameir, he's passing like the Chachaman. Based on what? Based on... Uh, Brysa, I the Mishnah's Fakir, not in Rav's world. Rav has the Mishnah exactly the way he has the Brysa. And not because he was mapich the Mishnah to shtim with the Brysa, he would never do anything like that. But it's because that's the Messiah he had, that the Girs and the Mishnah is exactly the way we have it in the Brysa. Everybody's saying the Gemara says, Kubina. It could be Rav didn't have a Messiah that the right Girs in the Mishnah is the way. Rab was Mapachet. Could be he had the Gersa in the Mishnah the way we have the Gersa in the Mishnah. And he had a Brysa Fakir. And he changed the Mishnah Machmas the Brysa. What's the Kasha? If you have a steer between a Mishnah and a Brysa, you change the Brysa for the Mishnah, not the Mishnah for the Brysa, right? The Mishnah doesn't yield to the Brysa, the Brysa yields to the Mishnah. But the Gemara says, true, but Kilei Apich, when is this the case? That's if it's one against one. But if it's one against two, that's already different. So if you have two Brysas one way, and you have a Mishnah one way, so that's a Raya that maybe the Mishnah has to yield to the Brysa, and because Rav had a second Brysa, as we're about to see, that's why Rav did what he did. So what's the second Brysa? The time you went to the Brysa, if somebody had a Parah, somebody else had a Chamar, and they made up, let's do a Chalipin. I'll give you my Parah, you give me your Chamar. And then the Parah had a baby. Or somebody sold his Shifcha to somebody else, and then the Shifcha had a child. Now the Shiloh was, when did this Parah, when did this Shifcha 
have a child? Did it happen before the Mechira or after the Mechira? If it happened before the Mechira, then the child belongs to the Mechira. If it happened after the Mechira, then it belongs to the Lekech. No, so what happened? A fight broke out. In the first case, the Mechira says, the baby was born in my Rishos. The Lekech says, I'll be honest with you, I have no idea. Zachabas, the Allah is, it's a Bari Veshema, the Mechira ends up keeping it. What happens if each person doesn't know? By the way, this is of Hamachlif Para Bechamar fame. But the point is, the Halacha would be, you split it. What if each person is a bari? So then the halacha is Yeshava HaMoicha Shebeshusa Yaldo. The Moicha swears that the baby was born while it was still in his Rishos, as opposed to the Lekeach swearing. And once the Moicha swears, at that point, he doesn't have to give the Vlad over to the Lekeach. Now, why is the Moicha the one that swears and not the Lekeach? The reason is because all the Nishpan of the Torah, anytime you find the Shvodei Raisa, you're a Nishba Veloy Meshale. What are the examples of the Shvois in the Torah? Shvois Eidechad, Shvois Maitim Mikvas, Shvois Ashoimrim. These are all people that there's a claim against them. Swear, and then you won't have to pay. You never find in the Torah where Bezdin will impose on someone a Shvua, and as a result of the Shvua, he'll be able to take. Now, Midrabbanon, there's a concept of Nishba Venoito. But that's a rabbinic concept, not a deiraisadig concept. And being that in the Torah you always find that the person that swears is a nishba v'leiv mishalim, so when there's a shayla, should the moicher swear and it be a nishba v'leiv mishalim, or should the lekeach swear and be a nishba v'noitol, being that kol anishpan shabatoy nishba v'leiv mishalim, that's the way we do this. Azayat rameh, v'chachamim oimrim, v'chachamim say, ein nishbaen, you don't swear, loy alo avadim v'leiv ala karkois. The chachamim say, I agree with you, rameh, as it relates to the case of amach with parv. But I don't agree with you as it relates to the Moicher Shivchasai. Why not? Because a Shivcha is an Evet, right? The female version, which is Iskich Lekarka, and being that Einishba and Alakarka is so to Einishba and Alava. In other words, you have a Braisa here, a Machloikis between Rameir and the Chachamah. By the way, even though Hamachlev Parva Chamor is a famous Mishnah, this is not the Mishnah. This is the Brysa counterpart. We're specifically talking about a Brysa. But the point is, you have a Brysa where the Brysa says that there's a Machloikis Rameir and the Chachamah with regards to Avadim. Are they Iskish Lekarka or are they not Iskish Lekarka? Now, the Sugi over here is whether you Nishban Al-Avadim or you Nishban Al-Avadim. What are the two sheetas? Rameir holds that Eved is not Iskish Lekarka, thus Nishboim Alo Avadim, and the Chachamim hold that Eved is Iskish Lekarka, thus Ein Nishboim Alo Avadim. So in this price of the Machloikis Rameir, the Chachamim regarding Eved Iskish Lekarka is that Rameir holds yeah, and the Chachamim hold no, which is the Girsa of the Braisa that the Gemara brought earlier, not the Girsa of the Mishnah. Again, the Mishnah had the girsa that Rameir holds Ba'avadim Oymer Le'aresh Alach Lefanecha Why? Because Eved is Iskish Lekarka Thus there's no Gzela by Eved Thus there's no Shinoi Kaina Whereas the Chachamim hold that there is a Shinoi Rameir then would be the one that holds that Eved is Iskish Lekarka The Chachamim would hold not Rav had a Braisa that said the other way around The Gemara said Virav 
Shavik must nisim va'avit kebraisa iboyes emet because Rav had a second braisa. What's the second braisa? It's this braisa right here, where you see a second braisa that it's Rameir that holds that Eved is not iskish lekarka, whereas the Chachamim hold that Eved is iskish lekarka. So what's the bottom line? The bottom line is we had in our Mishnah a machloik between Rameir and the Chachamim whether you can be kind of Eved b'shinim, you can't be kind of Eved b'shinim. What's at the crux of the machloik is Eved is iskish lekarka, Eved is not iskish lekarka. Rav said that Loch is like Rameir. Freight to Gemara. Why would you pass like Rameir? Mayor that an Eved is Iskish Lakarka and not Paskin like the Chachamim. The Gemara's answer was because although in our Mishnah the Girsa is that Rameyer holds that Avadim are Iskish Lakarka, but in a Bryce it's really the sheet of the Chachamim and Rab is Paskining like the Chachamim. But the Gemara says, I hear in the Bryce it's that way, but in the Mishnah it's the other way around. So based on the Girsa of the Mishnah, you should Paskin that an Eved really is not Iskish Lakarka. So the Gemara says, Tutirutsim, Iba Yaseimo, Rab had the Girsa in the Mishnah always the way he was Mapachit. And being that that was the Messiah that he had in the Mishnah, the Brysa that supports it, but that was always the Messiah that he had in the Mishnah, that's the way he said it that way. Or it could be, Enochinami, the Gears in the Mishnah is not like the Gears in the Brysa, and really you would think that the Brysa should yield to the Mishnah, not the other way around, but Rav had a second Brysa, and being that he had a second Brysa, that's why he said what he said. But the Gemara says, Lamais, at the end of the day, which means at the end of the day, who's Rav really Paskini like? He's Paskini like the Rabbana. That Evid is Iskish Lakarka. He has a Shita Sairabon in that way. His Girs in the Mishnah, it's a Braisa, but he's not Paskin like Rameyer then. It's very, very misleading. So why would he say Allah Rameyer? So the Gemara says what we already spoke at. What he meant to say was, is based on your misguided Girsa, it's going to come out the Lachs like Rameyer. But Avada, I would never pass like Rameyer. I'm really Paskin like the Chacham. Bottom line, what's Rab Shita? Rav Shita is that Evid is Iskish Lakarka, and because Evid is Iskish Lakarka, so it's for that reason he holds Halacha Kiramayer that if someone steals an Evid, even if there's a Shinui, he says, Haresh Nalach Lafanach. Now there's other ramifications of it as well, but this is the ramification, Vos Negeya, here the Sugi and Agoizalaisa. But the Gemara has a problem with this. Me, I'm a Rav, Abdikim Akarka, I'm a Rav, really hold that an Evid's like Karka. I have a problem, but I'm a Rav Daniel, by Rav Ketina, I'm a Rav. Rav Daniel, by Rav Ketina, said in the name of Rav. I take it, Abdisha Chaver, if somebody goes over and he kidnaps his friend's Evid, just for the day, and he does work with it, Potter. The Allah is, he's Potter. He doesn't have to pay the owner of the Evid anything. Interesting halacha. You go, you take someone's Eved, you have him work for you, you don't owe the person who owns the Eved anything. Says the Gemara, If you're going to tell me that an Eved is like Karka, am I Potter? Why are you Potter? The Eved was always in the Rishus of its owner. Because Eved is Iskish Lakarka, thus it's not Nigzelas. And if that's the case, you shouldn't be Potter. You should have to pay the owner. So, what's the beer in the Gemara's Kasha? Rashi doesn't really explain it. Taisus explains it a little bit, and Ayyim Bimafarshim will explain it even more. And that is, if in Eved is Shaykh Tigzela, so then you're a regular Gazan. What's the Allah if somebody steals? Return it. And if you can't return it, be Mashalim Kishas Agzela. So this person stole an Evid, you return it, you potter. Now the fact that the Evid spent the day working for you is neither here nor there. Now, it's good I to speak this out. We learned the Gemara 
right before the Mishnah on Tzadik Vav and Beis, where there was a Maisa Shahaya Kachaya, where somebody stole somebody's oxen and he hadn't worked for him, and Rav Nachman made the person pay half of the Shvach. But if you remember, the Gemara said that was a Hayrah Shah. Rav Nachman says, never argue with me in a Halacha, right? Rav had no Havana in his Halacha. And he said it was based on the fact that this guy was an Alta Gazlin, Ubi'ina de Iknase, and he wanted to give him a Knas. But what do you see from that Gemara? That me Ikr Hadin, what's the Halacha? Mikradin, if you steal something from somebody and you profit from it, it's neither here nor there. Return it to age of Isaac Gazal, and you're going to be done. So if Rav would hold that in evidence like Metaltlin, you'd understand the halacha. Who cares? Return the evidence, you're going to be potter. What's the cash? If Rav holds that in evidence like Karka, that means you can't steal it. That means when you took it, you're not a Gazlin. What then are you? You're using someone else's thing. If you use somebody else's thing, pay me for it. can't just get away without giving me anything for it. If you're a goslin, counterintuitively, you wouldn't owe anything. The reason is because you have chiyuv exayla. Some of the oimik of this is, without going too much into this, is that a goslin has kinyon exayla. That's why if the shinui happens later, he could even be coined at 100%. So on some level, it's mine. If it's mine, I don't have to pay you for it. Now, it's a yen of yours, but it's yours. So you don't have to pay the prevailing rate. But if it's not Nixelis, then I'm using your thing. If I'm using your thing, I should have to pay you. So the Gemara says, no. Avada Rav holds that Karkain in Nixelis. So why then am I potter? Because talking about, I used your Evid when the Evid wasn't doing any work. The Evid had a day off. You push it, had nothing for him to do. And I then went and I chopped him and I used him for myself. In that case, I'm going to be potter. What's the precedent for this? A halacha that we know, a halacha that the Gemara discussed in greater detail in Perakeitza Larega, Tavchof, Tavchafalev, says the Gemara Kyod, Shalach Lei Rab Abelum Mori Bar Mar. But you may name Rafun, ask Rafun the following question. If somebody lives in his friend's chotzer, Shaloy Midaitai, meaning somebody moves into somebody else's house. Sarach Lahalis Lei Schar, ain't Sarach Lahalis Lei Schar. Does he have to pay for it? Or does he not have to pay for it? What we know as Zen Nen of Zeloi Chasa, Yechayiv Apater. The Shalchulei and he told him, "Ain't no Itzarich Lahalis Lei Schar." The Allah is that he doesn't have to give him any Schar. In other words, the Allah is Hadar Bechatz Chaver Shaloi Midaytoi. To the extent that the owner of the Chatz is not losing anything, me who is living in your Chatz Shaloi Bechus doesn't have to give you anything. Zen is potter. That's this halacha. So Zokti Gemara, that's exactly what went on in this case. Person had an Evid. The Evid wasn't working right now. Thus, when you chop the Evid and you had him do work for you, it was Zen Nana, because I have an Evid working for me. Vizeloi Chaser, because he wasn't doing work for you anyways. There's a precedent. And it's for that reason you're potter. But the Mars says, How could you stall the soup? The reason you're put there is for one or two reasons. This is something that was discussed already in Dafchafala from Manalbain. One Mandama says that the reason you're put there over there is because a person actually benefits when someone else is living in his house. Meaning, if you have a house, you have an apartment, you haven't been there in a year, 
It's not such a mile because it could be things are cracking and falling apart and you don't know about it. The fact that somebody moved in is not such a bad thing because if he sees that there's issues, he's going to take care of it. That's one of the rationales for why And So what is that? So Rashi says Ushi'iyo is the name of a shade. And this shade is Yukashar. He goes and lives in haunted houses. So this Shi'iyo is not going to be there because you're living there. The point is that Hadar is based on one of two reasons. It's based on the fact that it's Nichole, but for one of two reasons. Either because based for Mace for Yosef, or it's based on Shi'ika Yukashar. But as it relates to a person's Evan, if I don't have any work for my Evan, I'd rather my Evan. Have a little bit of rest. Like this, when I need him again, he's going to be a little bit more gazint. So the Gemara says, still, I don't know how you can shtal the su. Because the owner of the chutz is benefiting from it. But if somebody's and now he works for him, on a day that would have been a day off, is he really benefiting from it? So the Gemara says, No, the truth is, an Odin would rather his Evid have work. Why? Because otherwise he's going to get lazy. So he'll want him to become an Otzel, but if he has no work for him, he has no work for him. What's he going to do? But the point is that there is a Svar of Nichole, and being that there's a Svar of Nichole, so the Svar of Nichole is going to apply there just like it applies there. So what's the recap on this last Gemara? Rav said, Hatoikif It's a huge Chedesh. You chap your friends ever, you haven't worked for you, Pot, you don't know anything. The Gemara could not understand why. Says the Gemara, if Rav held that Eved is Nigzelis, it would make sense. Meaning, as much as it's counterintuitive that you're bought there, but it's based on the fact that you're a Gazan, which is very intuitive. The problem is Rav holds that an Eved is not Nigzelis, thus you're not a Gazan, so you're really using somebody else's thing, so why are you bought there? So the Gemara makes an Ekimt that's talking about Shalei B'Shas Malacha, I mean that it was Shalei B'Shas Malacha, just like Adar B'Chatz Chavre Shalei Midaita Yein Sarach L'Alas Leischar, so too you're going to be bought there. I thought Adar B'Chatz Chavre Shalei Midaita Yein Sarach L'Alas Leischar is based on a svar that it's Nichalei to the Balachatz, or here too it's Nichalei as well. So again, why would you be bought there? Either because Avodim are Nigzelis, or because it's talking about Shalei V'Shas Malacha and it's Nichalei and it's working with the Sugi of Zen and of Zalei Chasa. So Imar tells a story as a postscript to this. Be'er of Yosef Bar Chama ha'vetakiv avdi de'inchi de'maski b'huzuzi. So in the family of Rav Yosef Bar Chama, if there were people that owed them money, so this is very old school, what they would do is they would take their slaves and they would make them work for them to repay their loans. Incidentally, who is Rav Yosef Bar Chama? So we're going to see in a minute. He was Rav's father. So Rav's father was in this business of takif avdi de inchi de maske behizuzi. Says the Gemara, oh malay, rabba the right gear says, Rava Bray. So Rava, his son, told him, he says, Tata, why are you doing this? Meaning, this seems to be highly inappropriate. Now, there's a lot of how a son corrects his father. My time of Marhachi, I guess, is a good way to say it. But the point is, why are you doing this? So he told him back to Amr Nachman. I'll tell you why. It's based on something I heard from Rav Nachman. Rav Nachman said, Avda Nahoim Shafi. He said, when you own an Evid, you actually lose money off the Evid. Why? Because you have to feed the Evid. And the work that the Evid does is actually going to produce less than the amount of food that you're going to have to give him. What was his point? His point was, is when I take these Avadim, I feed them. 
And being that I feed them, I don't think the Baal boss is actually losing. To the contrary, it's gaining because he's losing money. Now, why would Rabbi Yosef Bar have done this if he was losing money? The idea was for him to get made whole, so it's a good kasha. But either way, this is what he told his son Rabbi. Amale, so Rabbi told him back, even though Rabbi Nachman, when did Rabbi Nachman say this? He was referring to his own effort, whose name was Daru, the market Bay Kubi. What he used to do was, he used to dance. He was a jester. He was a comedian. He used to put on some sort of show. So for this Evet, he wasn't making that much money. And as a result, this statement of Rav Nachman, that it costs more money to feed the Evet than the income that he's going to produce, was a true statement. But Kule Avdi, Mevet Avdi, it's not true for most of them. Most of them can do real work. They're not doing what the Daru Avdi the Rav Nachman is. And as a result, that statement that Rav Nachman made, it cannot be taken out of context. It was true for his Evid Daru, but it's not true for everybody else. I'm a lace, and Rabbi Yitzchak told him, I hear, but I have another response. And that is, I know Rav Daniel's fearly. I hold like Rav Daniel. I'm Rav Daniel Barav, Ketina Amarav, the Allah we said earlier, I think about the Shachaver of Asabim Allah Potter. That the Allah is, if somebody takes Abdi Shachaver, he does Malachi is Potter, meaning these Avadim that I'm taking are only Avadim that don't have any work. Being that they don't have any work, so it comes out that I'm not really causing any hefsit to the person that I'm taking it from because it's good that his evidence is working and as far as I'm concerned I'm gaining from it so it's a zen and of his chaser and being that it's a zen and of his chaser that's why I'm able to do this Amalaysa Rava told him Hani Mili it's true Rav Daniel did say this but the only time that is the case is Hei Masik Behozuzi that's in a regular case when nobody owes anybody money but Mar Tata even the Masik Behozuzi being that these people that you're taking from are your loivas Mechsik Ribis it looks a little bit like Ribis Amrav Yosem Bar Menyumi Amrav Nachman Afapisha Amrav even though if this person is a loiva so once there's a mouth of a loiva relationship now changes a little bit so it's true ordinarily if somebody would take his friend's Evan and hadn't worked for him he wouldn't owe him anything because it's Zen and of his Just like Adar But at the same time, to the extent that there's a Malvavaloiva situation, then already because then already there's a ribbis component. At the very least, it's a mechzik ribbis. This already looks like ribbis. I mean, that's, this already looks like ribbis, so it's for that reason this is going to be a problem. Incidentally, it sounds a little bit from Pasha Bashan and the Gemara that he wasn't using the work of the Abbot to actually pay down the law. This was like collateral that he was taking. This was just an incentive. But the point is, this is not actually what was paid him because otherwise he's just paying down the loan. So what's the problem? It sounds like benoisif to ultimately getting paid. This is something that he's going to benefit from. But either way, this is what Robert told him. So Robert told him, he says, Tatalevin, this is not a geschmack of minute, right? It doesn't pass to be kidnapping people's avodim because they owe you money as an incentive to try to get them to pay down the loan. So first he told him, why? I'm doing him a favor. Then he said, uh, I don't know, this niche... Uh, because I'm feeding him. He says, nah, what do you mean? That Rav Nachman said it. He said it for his own Evid who was a button. That's not really the way it is. Usually an Evid is able to work for you and you can make money off of it. But then he said, but what do you mean? This is a, a shaylavs and then it was a lechaser. He says, yeah, but being that they owe you money, it's mechzik rivers. There's a long place for here that's more gay when you learn Parakezev and Neshech that discusses, so what does that mean? If somebody lends somebody money, that's it? You can never do him a toiv anymore? Meaning, ordinarily, you can be dar b'chatz chaver shalom yidaita. Zen and of a zalei Oh, but if you're a malva, it's not so posh, now 
it's already ribbis. So that's it. You can't say Shalom Aleichem. You can't uh, invite the person over for Shabbos because of ribbis. Like, what's the shear over here? I mean, this Gemara is insight in terms of malva v'loiva relationships. That's not so posh. And things that ordinarily would not even be considered dvarim shall value. Like a dar b'chatz chaveri shleim yidaytein tzarach l'alas leischar. It's hilchis hano. It's nothing. I don't owe you anything. But a malva v'loiva can't do it. So what's the shear? Like, what's the cutoff? It's a very long, very yisoydis to get toysis with the bali toysis grappled with this thing. It's talking about it, my. What happens if somebody hijacks somebody's boat? And he did melacha with the svina. Oh my rab, rab said, Rab said like this. Number one, the person that chapped the svina, he owes the owner of the svina the prevailing rate. Meaning, I'm going to treat you like a soicher. Even though you never signed the lease agreement, it doesn't matter. I'm going to treat you as if you did. But at the same time, which means in the event that something happens, there's some damage that occurs to this boat, you have a right to tell the person that instead of you giving me the prevailing fee, I would rather you pay the pras. I'd rather you pay for the wear and tear or anything that went wrong. Meaning you have a choice. If you want, you can take the schar. If you want, you can take the pras. Now just understand, Rav, a little bit better, a soicher is responsible to pay a fee. But if there's a pchas, he's potter. And the reason he's potter if there's a pchas is because it's mesam achmas malacha. Now, if it's an oinus, it's anyways potter. But even if it's not an oinus, it's mesam achmas malacha. Shoyl, who's chayv and oinsin, is potter by mesam achmas malacha. So, soicher has to pay a fee, but he would be potter from pchas. A gazlin, a gazlin is chayv and oinsin even if it's Mesa Machs but he's going to be potter from paying a fee. Essentially, what Rav is saying is that the owner of the Sfina can treat the toikif of the Sfina either as a soicher, or he can treat him as a gazlin. As a soicher, rotsa scharenaitel. As a gazlin, rotsa pchasenaitel. But Shmuel, Shmuel says, ain't a naitel ala pchasa. He says, nah, you're treating him like a soicher. He's not a soicher. Soicher with a sin. What he is, is a... Gaslin. And being that he's a gaslin, so the only thing you're able to take is the pras. And if there's no pras, you get nothing. But that's what you're able to take. Amr Rapapa, Rapapa said, there's really no machlik. It's meaning everybody agrees that really it's shaykh sometimes to treat him as a soicher and sometimes not treat him as a soicher. What does it depend on? If this was a svina that was a vidalagra that this person used to sometimes rent, so then if this guy goes and he chaps it, we assume mistama, he's yored ledaitoi to be a soicher, to be a renter. And as a result, if you want to charge him as a renter, you can't. But if it's loya vidalagra, then you can only treat him like a gasm. It could be Sai Rab and Shmuel were both talking about it was Avida Lagra. Rab was talking about when you went Adaita the Agra. Being that you went Adaita the Agra, so if you want to treat him like a renter, you can treat him like a renter. And by the way, Chiddush, but also if you want to treat him like a Gazan, you can treat him like a Gazan. Shmuel says that being that Shmuel was talking about a case where you went Adaita the Gazan Usa, being that you went Adaita the Gazan Usa, so therefore the Allah is that you could only treat him like a Gazan. So there's really no Machlaikis. Everybody agrees that if you're a uh, dealing with a svina that the derech is to rent, and the person goes, al-das, to pay rent, meaning to pay whatever the fee is, so then, if there's a pchas, the owner of the svina has a choice. This is something I usually rent, 
you mistama went at daita da agra, not mistama, you went at daita da agra, therefore I have a right to charge you the rental fee. If there's a pchas, I could also treat you like a gazlan. I, I thought I'm a soicher. Yeah, but I have the other aloyoyna. Rotsa noitel schara, rotsa noitel pchas. Because at the end of the day, you did this unlawfully. If you went adaita the gazlanusa, then I only have the option to treat you like a gazlan. But as it relates to the two shitas of Rav and Shmuel, really there's no machlekes. Going back to the Mishnah. The safe of the Mishnah said, what happens if somebody steals a matbeya v'nistak. So he stole the coin and the coin cracked. Peiros keeper. Somebody stole peiros and they spoiled. Yain v'hechmet. Somebody stole wine and it became vinegar. Meshalem kishas hagzela. These are all shinuyim. Thus the halach is yemeshalem kishas hagzela. Matbeya v'nifsa. What if somebody stole the matbeya and then it went out of circulation? Truma v'nitma. Somebody stole truma and it became tommy. Chomets v'avral v'apesach. Somebody stole chomets and now it's avral v'apesach so it's asabano. V'eva v'nistav v'avera. Oish nifsa. Somebody stole a behema. And now all of a sudden the Be'ema became possible. In all these cases, but he's not Meshalim Kishas Akzeil. And the reason is because these are all not Shinoyim. Now, what was the difference between the list of examples of Shinoyim and not Shinoyim? In one case they're Nikr, in the other case they're not Nikr. And just like in the Sugyas of Nezakin, you find a distinction between a Hezek Nikr and a Hezek She'enoy Nikr. That's what's going on over here. When the Matbeya physically cracked, with the Peiris spoil, with the wine spoiled, it became sour, it became vinegar, Chaymas. So these are all Hezek Nikrs. Thus, they're Shinuyim. Where the coin is the same of a coin, it just went out of circulation. The truma looks the same, it smells the same, everything is the same, it just became tome. The chametz the same bagel, it's just over all of our Pesachs. And all those situations where it's not nicked physically, so here the Allah is, stating that, as we're about to see, there was a big machloikis on Mayuroin, what gozal. Matbeya v'nifsal really means. So we're going to focus primarily on the distinction between Gazal Matbeya v'nistak versus Gazal Matbeya v'nifsal. Gazal Matbeya v'nistak is a shino. Gazal Matbeya v'nifsal is not a shino. Amr Rafuna Rafuna said nistak nistak mamish nifsal pasul say malchus. What we thought it meant. Nistak means it literally broke, and nifsal means that the malchus, the melech, who's in charge, he decided that. These coins are no longer valid coins. Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda says, Paslasai Malchus, Nami Hainu Nistak. To the extent that it was Paslasai Malchus, that would be considered Nistak. El Hechidami Nifsal. So what's Nifsal? Chapasla Medina Zu, Fiyoitseb Medina Acheres. What it means is that this Medina that you live in right now, over here you can't use these coins anymore. But if you went to another Medina, you would be able to. So the way Rashi explains it is that Paslasai Malchus means the Melech. The king, the dictator back in the day, he's the one that knocked this out. If that's the case, you can't use it anywhere. It doesn't matter which one of the 127 Medinas of this Melech you're in right now, it's not something. You're not going to be able to use it. As opposed to in the event that Really, the Melech is not the one that knocked this out, but it's the mayor of the city, or Rashi says, the Medina. They said that we don't want to use this anymore. So in that case, that's going to be considered nifsa. So according to Rav Huna, nif paslasoy malchus is hezek she'enoy neker. Thus harish alach lefanecha. According to Rav Yehuda, hainu nistak. No, that's considered a regular shinoi. When is considered hezek she'enoy neker? When it's only shenif saltoy. 
Let me ask you a question. And the way the Rishonim explained it, the Gemara's cash is only from Yayin Vehichtas. That is like Pasos Soy Malchus. In other words, Pasos Soy Malchus is something that you can't see. Thus, the Gemara assumes it's for that reason. It's in the second part of the Mishnah, right? That's why it's. But the Gemara's cash is Yain Vehichmetz, you also can't say. Meaning, Yain Vehichmetz, you see the fact. Now, maybe a real connoisseur could, but very often, if you look at it, you won't see the fact that it was Hichmetz. And Afal Piken, you see that's considered a proper Shinoi. So, how could you tell me the fact that you can't see it is a reason for it to be considered a Hezek She'enoi Nikr? Lachura, Peirois She. Hirkivu, or really, it's Yayin Shehichmitz, because the assumption is Peir Shehikivu, you would be able to see. But Yayin Shehichmitz, Lav Davka, you can see, and being that Lav Davka, you can see it, you see it's considered in the first part of the Mishnah. So why would Yayin the Hichmitz be in the first part of the Mishnah, yet Pasle Malchus be in the second part of the Mishnah? Amalei, so the Gemara says, Rav Huna responded, and he said, No, Hasam Nishtana, Tamei Verechi, Achalei Nishtana. It's very different. It's true, Yayin the Hichmitz, if you look at it, you don't see it. But if you taste it, you see it. If you smell it, you see it. As opposed to Pasli Malchus, say if you look at it, you don't see it. Say if you taste it, you don't see it. And say if you smell it, you don't see it, right? Tastes like money, smells like money, it looks like money. It just isn't money. And as a result, there's no sense that you can use no chush other than when you spite, when you know, when you swipe it, it declines. But other than that, it really is money. And as a result, that's why it's gonna be different. You said that if it's possibly malchus, that's considered nistak, right? He said a big chiddush. That even though again it looks like money, every single tuna, every chush. It has is like money, but at the same time, it's considered nistak, right? It's considered to be part of the first. Hey, look at the Mishnah. When are you in the second part of the Mishnah? Where it was pasle Medina, but pasle Malchus not. Since I don't understand, why is it different than Harichum and Itmas? The pasle Malchus dami isn't that the same exact thing? Victoni Emelay Rachel Achlefanecha. I'm Alaysi. He told him Hasamle Minker Hezeka Hacha Minker Hezeka. At the end of the day, when they used to switch. Monies, when it was Pasas and Malchus, so what they would do is they would create a new coin that had a new tsura. So this coin right now that's out of circulation actually doesn't look like the new coins anymore. So it's not like all the coins are still going to look the same, rather this one's going to decline and that one's not going to decline. That's not the Nakuda. The Nakuda is, is that the coins look different. There's different tsuras, a different melech. There's a whole different uh, Indian on the coin itself. So therefore... Even though you don't see anything in the coin that would tell you that this coin doesn't work, but when you compare it to coins that do work, you'll see, I'm reading Rashi. As opposed to Chumamirit Mas, looks like any other uh, tomato. They don't look any difference. So as a result, here that's Mamashene Nicker, that's going to be the difference. So we talked a little bit about coins, coins that were Nifsal, so the Gemara is going to digress. If somebody lends, something to his friend, and he loaned it a la matbeah. Meaning, the collateral was a matbeah. Now, Rashi, there's a very long toastus that explains Rashi, says that we're talking about not somebody that loaned somebody money, but rather somebody that loaned somebody pragmatia. 
He loaned him schayra. So he gave him Paris, Tfua, whatever. He gave him some form of pragmatia as a loan. And the payment of the loan is going to be in the form of money. So he was malves chaveri alamat beya. So he told him that I'm going to loan you the schayr. What are you going to give me back? Ten slayim. Let's say that's what it said. The nif salamat beya. And then the ten slayim that were ostensibly agreed upon, right? Whatever the slam were at the time, all of a sudden these slam are worthless. Nifsalamat Bey was Poslam Malchus. You can't use it anymore. Rav Amarav says, So, common sense. Instead of giving him those slum, you give him the slum that worked today. The Shmuel Amar, Shmuel says, In the event that you could use these coins, albeit somewhere else, let's say you'd go to Meshan, far away, and you'd be able to use it there, then he could say, listen, the deal was, I was going to give you slum. Grady, you can't use it here, but you could use it in Meishan, so go to Meishan, and use it over there. That's, in and of itself, is going to be okay. Now, we mentioned that Rashi said that the Gemara, this Machlikis Rabban Shmuel is talking about where you were Malves Chaveri Pragmatia. But if you gave him money now, so what would be the halach if you give him money? So, it's two lines from the top on Amad Beis, Rashi says, V'davke hilveu pragmatia, avaluveu mois eshelveu mashamoy. If I gave you money, then you have a right to give me back the same money that I gave you. And there, everybody would agree, yocholoi meloi lechai tziya b'meisham. The machloikis, Rav and Shmuel, is when I didn't give you money. I gave you pragmatia. The agreement was, in exchange for that pragmatia, you're going to give me money. So now the shayla is, is, is it based on what Money was at that time. If it's nifsal, now I have to give you new money or lav davka. Now, what's the svara? This is a long place. This it's way beyond the scope of what we do. But I'll go on. This is the machlekes Rab and Shmuel. According to Rab, according to Shmuel, the yachaloy meloy lechayitzia b'mesh. I'm Rab Nachman. Rab Nachman qualified shita Shmuel. He said, "Mestaber milsa the Shmuel." It's mestaber that when Shmuel said this halach, he meant it only to islay urchel amezel amesha. He has a mahalach to go to mesha. Avalesley urcha, but if he has no way to get to mesha, this is completely impractical. Loy over there, this halacha is not going to be in effect. So the Gemara now is going to discuss Shita Shmuel based on the Hezbir of Rav Nachman. So let's get it clear. So what's Shmuel's halacha and what's Rav Nachman's addendum? Hamalves chaveroi alamatbeya v'nifsala hamatbeya. Shmuel says you can give him those bad matbeyas because yachaloi meloi lechaytziya b'meishan. Rav Nachman said that it's only true the isle urchal amezal amezal. From in Hilchis What's halacha You have to take it to Yerushalayim and eat the peris there. Let's say you can't make it to Yerushalayim, you could redeem the peris. You have to redeem it dafka outside of Yerushalayim, and then you take the money, you bring it to Yerushalayim, and you buy peris and you eat the peris in Yerushalayim. Either way, so Rav asked from Nachman the following question: In mechalalin al hamoyis she'inam yoytzis, you're not allowed to be mechalal ma'isa sheni a money that's not over l'soicha. Let's say somebody had money dating back to the era of Bar Kuziva. This is a Bar Kuziva fame, says Rashi. Or you had a coin from the Malachim Arishayim. In Mechalim, you can't be Mechalim, the Mois, Maishashayim, on that money. Why? Because it's not money. I mean, it sounds like an antique, but it's not money. Because it's not in circulation, it's not over the soicher, and as a result, that does not qualify. Now it sounds like if you had money that is dumyudarishainim, but not of the rishainim, meaning you have money that's current, but at the same time it's like the rishainim and that you can use it where you are right now. But it's something you can use, let's say in Meshan, it sounds like Mechalalin, you would be able... 
to use it. Meaning, as long as this is money you can use, that in and of itself would be okay. Even though you can't use it here. Meaning, the Brysa in Maisa Shani wants to tell me an example of money you can't use. You know what's an example of money you can't use? Bar money. Who are you going to use it? It's not money that could be used anywhere on planet Earth. But let's say you had money that could be used somewhere. It sounds like that in and of itself would be the Seder. As long as there's a mockum, you can use this money, so that's fine. What's the kasha? The kasha is that even though Shmuel, okay, we're learning Rav Nachman on Shmuel, Takis said, that money in nation is considered money here, but it's only according to Rav Nachman, the Isle Urchalamezalamesha. But if it's less than Urchalamezalamesha, then you can't use it. From the Braise Mashma, even if the person has no Mahalach of going to Meshon, still you can use it. Why? Because even that's going to be better than Barkoichva's money. Meaning it sounds like as long as it's money somewhere, even if I have no Mahalach of getting there right now, still the Halach is, I'll be able to use it, which is not like Rav Nachman. Amalais, he told him back, Hocha Bemayaskinon. This Bryce was talking specifically about where the Malchias were not Makbid on one another. Because there were times that the Malchias were very, very Makbid and they didn't want people to be caught with money and with currencies that were not part of their Malchias. Again, you had to be there, but this seemingly was a sensitivity of these uh, monarchies. So they were not happy about this and this is my place, and you cannot be caught with money that belongs to somebody else. In a place where the Malchia is a makpido zu, it's there that we have the sensitivity that money in Meshon is not considered money, let's say in Yerushalayim, unless you have an Urche and you're planning on going there. But where the Malchis, when not Makpido is also, there Enochinami, whether you plan on going, you don't plan on going, money is money is money. Right at the end of the day, if you're sitting on a lot of, you have a suitcase full of uh, Euro, just because you're in the United States, that's <laughs> And you could be Michal Meister Shani on it, you have nothing to worry about, right? A lot of Euro is worth more than a little bit of dollars. The point is, I, you have no plans, I'm going to Milan, who cares? La Maisa is money, right? The point, the reason that Rav Nachman had the sensitivity, and the reason Rav Nachman said that the only time Shmuel said his halacha is when it's Urchel Amezalameshon, it's based on the fact that the Malchios were Makpidezu also. But Enochinami, if ain't Malchios Makpidezu also, and you're not going to get arrested because you have Euro in your wallet, then for sure that money is going to be considered money. And that's what the Braisa and Maishashani is referring to. But the Gemara says, if that's the case, so basically what you're telling me is, Elikiyama Shmuel Kishamalchios Makpidezu also. So Shmuel's halacha, that. You can give a person money, even though it's not money here, but it's money in Meshon. As long as it's Urchel Amezel Meshon, it's true even when the Malchias and Makbidas. But if that's the case, Hechi Matzi Mantilu, that's not fear because, what do you mean, you're giving him something that's illegal, so he's going to get into trouble. So how could that be what Shmuel's, so Shmuel's referring to? Were you giving the guy money that is illegal for him to have in his possession? So the Gemara says, the Mantilu he's going to have to smuggle it. That's the way he's going to get it out. But the Gemara says, no worries. You'll make it, and the reason is the lebachshi because they don't really ch- check so much. However, vimashkechigapti, if they find you, that's when you get into trouble. But they don't really, meaning uh, it's, this is something you can get away with, and as a result, it is going to be considered money. But it's only money if it's urchel amezalamesha. Meaning, just explains a little bit better. If you're on your way to meisha, okay, you're going to be there soon anyway. It's not something you're going to have to put away. It's not something you're going to be storing for too long of a period of time. So eventually, you're going to get there. So it's considered money. 
But if you're not on your way to Meshon, then you can't give it to the guy. Why? Because it's an illegal substance. And I have no plans of going there. And how am I going to find someone to take a small package, right? So as a result, you're just asking for way too much trouble. So it's not going to be okay. The Bryce and Meister Shani that says that this is okay, it's talking about. It's definitely not going to be an issue. talking about Tashma. The Bryce says that. You're not allowed to use Mo'ishalkan if you're in Bavel to be Paydamai Sesheni. So when the Brysa says Khan, usually it's Eretz Yisrael. Right? When the Gemara says Khan, usually it's Bavel, because the Talmud Bavli was written in Bavel. Hassan is always Eretz Yisrael. But the Brysa says, for the most part, Reb Nassan Bavli, notwithstanding of uh, Sunday's read by fame, but the point is that. Usually, the way this works is, is that when the Brysa says Khan, it means Eretz So, in Mechala, Moishal Khan, you can't be Mechalo, Eretz Yisrael, the Gegelt, Vehein Bebavl, if they're in Bavl. Vishal Bavl, Vehein Khan. The same is true if you want to be Mechalo, my Sashani money, with Babylonian coins in Yerushalayim, and Eretz Yisrael, that's not something you can do. Shal Bavl, Vehein Bebavl, Mechalo. However, if you have Moishal Bavl in Bavl, that's something you would be able to do. That makes sense. Either way, says the Gemara. Ketani Mios, what do you see? Obey Mechalel Moishal Khan, the Himba Bavl, you're not allowed to be Mechalel Moishal Khan in the event that they're in Bavl. You can use Eretz Yisrael, the Gegelt, for Pidya in Maiseshani in the event that you're doing the transaction, the Etz and Pidyan's taking place in Bavl. What's the Kashaf, Agafta Soifel, and Mesek Lahasam? Even though eventually you're going to be bringing it to Yerushalayim because that's the halacha of Maiseshani. You have to bring it to Yerushalayim. So what's the Kasha. The Kasha is if Shmuel said that money, that's money in Meshon, is considered money even outside of Meshon. As long as it's Islay Urchalameshon, so why can't you use the Eretz Yisrael to get money in Bavel? It's money in Eretz Yisrael. And you're on your way to Meishon. Why? Because by definition, this is what you have to do. Now, there's a long Toysfus over here. What Toysfus says, it sounds a little bit from the words of the Gemara. The Gemara's kasha is only a kasha in Rav Nachman. That Rav Nachman, right, we preface by saying, think Rav Nachman and Shmuel, because that's what the Gemara is talking about. Shmuel said, Rav Nachman said, when you're on your way there. Oh, here you're on your way there, and you see it's going to be a problem. And if you don't hold like Rav Nachman, it's Zichar Akasha. It's Shmuel's halach is true, without Rav Nachman's qualification. So then it's certainly a question. It's gradual, also a question, leave it to Rav Nachman. But Taisa's medayik, it doesn't sound like the Gemara is throwing in Rav Nachman just to make the kashi work, even I'll leave it to Rav Nachman. It sounds like the kashi is a kashi according to Rav Nachman. So Taisa brings a shot from the re Ayin Shah. But either way, so the Gemara says, you have to say that this Bryce was talking about Kishemalchios. Makpidois zualzu. It's talking about where the Malchios were makpid one on the other. And being that the Malchios were makpidois, and what does it mean, makpidois? So you need Rashi for here. Rashi says, Yoisim midai. Over here, ubachashi ubatki. Here they actually knock on your door and they actually search. And, uh, they really try finding these monies. So being that there's a kpeda, here it's even a lesser madrega. If you have money that's money in Meishan, even if you're on your way to Meishan, still it's not going to work. So there's three levels. There's the level where they're not makbed at all. Then there's the level where they're makbed but they don't check. And then there's this third level where they are makbed and they even check. The point is when they're makbed and they check, then it's definitely not going to be considered money. But the Gemara is a follow-up to this. If that's the case, so 
it said in the Braisa that let's say you have Babylonian coins in Babel, then you can certainly be paid the Maishasheni. The Kasha is how are you being paid the Maishasheni. What are you going to do with the money? You're going to have to bring it to uh, Yerushalayim. If the Malchia is a Machpidah, if that's the Kim, then the Braisa, so what good is it going to do for you? So the Gemara says, Chazu, the Zavabu Behemu, Masakli Yerushalayim. What you're going to do is, you're going to buy the behemoths in Bavel, and you're going to bring the behemoths. And being that you're going to bring the behemoths, that's how that's going to work. So, Enochinami, what you're going to do is, you're going to buy the behemoths in Bavel, but Enochinami, you won't be able to bring the money. But the Gemara asks another cash of Atanya, we don't had made a takana that you're always supposed to take the money and you're supposed to bring it to Yerushalayim. So this is one of the takanas that related to Yerushalayim to, to my sesheni that this is what you're supposed to do. So what's the kasha? So Rashi says, the kasha is my toni le'il. So why then did the b'raisa say, v'loi al shal bavl behenkat that you now let use the Babylonian money in Yerushalayim. The whole takana was that that's what you're supposed to do. It seems like there was a takana in the world of Maishasheni, and now you're telling me all of a sudden that you can't even do that? That you can't use the Babylonian money in Yerushalayim? Fakert was a takana that you're supposed to do that. I'm Rab Snei, Rab Zayr said, like, Kasha, Kambizmach, Yad Yisrael, Takifa, Lumasoilam, Kambizmach, Yad, Umasoilam, Takifa, Al Atzman. When the Yad Yisrael was Takifa, when the Yidden were able to call the shots, and then Achanami, this was a takana that they wanted, and you're right, here the halacha would have been that the Babylonian money, he would have had a chashivas in Eretz Yisrael. But there was a time, unfortunately, when the Yidin were under the governance of whether it was Hordes or whether it was the Romans, and they weren't able to do whatever they wanted to do. And it's for that reason, in those situations, the Malchis were Machbidas and the Babylonian money would not be considered money in Eretz Yisrael. A light digression for four lines. What was the Matbeish? So we're talking about money, we're talking about Matbeish. What did the Matbeish of Yerushalayim look like? It says, the Braise, Dabur Yerushalayim and Rashi says, David Meaning, it wasn't a picture of David Shlaima. But it said David and Shlaima on one side, and it said Yerushalayim Rakhidish on the other side. What did the Matbe of Avram Avinu look like? There was a picture of a Zakan and a Skin on one side, and there was a picture of a Bakr and a Psul on the other side, what's the significance? So we're going to get back to this in the raid. But Rashi says, Bachar Upsula is referring to Yitzchak Verifka. Zakin Eskena is referring to Avram and Sarah. We're going to get to this. Rav asked Rav the following question. If somebody lends his friend Alamat so referring back to the previous sugya, somebody lent his friend Pragmatia, and the arrangement was that you're going to give me back a matpeah. And now the matpeah is worth more money. So this is the exact opposite of the first sugya. The first sugya was Nifsala Matbeya, it's worthless. Now it's just the opposite. Now it's worth more money. Ma, what's the Allah? Whatever the matpeah is, that's what you're supposed to give. So as it relates to the matpeah, that was Nifsal was Machlikis Rav and Shmuel. Here what you do is you give the matpeah that's Yoitsa at that moment. Let's say the matpeh has got so much bigger that's like the size of a nafya. I'm gonna lay in. I'm gonna which is like huge. I'm gonna lay in. So then he told him one second. I have a little bit of a problem with this. The reason is because that means that the fruit became cheaper. What does it mean? The fruit became cheaper. It means that if the matpeh got bigger, just as a background, once upon a time the matpeh's value was based on how much intrinsic value it had. 
Right? It wasn't backed by some phantom something. It really was backed by gold or silver. It had a real silver content to it. The Gemara's cash is, that if now the coins are bigger, that means I'm going to be able to get more bank for my buck, right? I'll be able to get more peri for my matbeya. If that's the case, so crashy, it's ribbus. Because I gave you prakmatia, and the prakmatia was, I gave you 10 tomatoes. We backed this loan. It's very secure. By um, a seller. And now all the seller that presumably gets you 10 tomatoes, because it's not ribbus, ktutza. And now all of a sudden, the matbeya is aggressive matbeya. I can get 12 tomatoes for it. This is the chribis. So how could you do this? I'm um, Ravashi. So Ravashi says it's not so pasha. Meaning, you're right. Before we execute, we have to do a little bit of due diligence. We see, Meaning, what happened? Did the coins get bigger because of inflation? Because the went down in value? Well, in that case, then it's fine. Because at the end of the day, even though I'm giving you a bigger coin, but it's going to get you the same amount of Paris. Hence, it's not going to be Ribbis. But if the coin just went up in value, then Archanami, that's going to be a problem. Meaning, if you can get more Paris now with the coin that I gave you, it's in that situation it's going to be an issue. But the Gemara says at the end of the day, even if you're going to tell me I can get the same amount of Paris with this money, and as a result, you, from that standpoint, you're not viewing it as Ribbis. But there's more silver. I mean that there's more silver. If I want a Nazca, right? If I just want a piece of silver and I melt down my coins, so I'm going to get more silver in one situation than I am in the other situation. And if that's the case, shouldn't it still be ribis? So when I says, you're right. Ella, you have to say that what Rav Chizda meant to say when he said was he didn't mean to say dollar for dollar. He meant a ratio. There's a certain proportion that you work with. They once had a similar situation. Rashi tells us the story of what that was. It was such a case. And what they did was, is they went to Agredimas Tayo. So Agredimas was a person. He was a Soicher Yishmael. He was an Arab. And they went to him and they worked out some sort of arrangement. And the arrangement was, So for every 10 old coins... The cheshbon was only eight coins, and a chinami, you're not going to do coin for coin, you're going to work up some sort of ratio, and that's how you're going to make this work. Either way, just to end today's daf, on a light note, so the lightest part of today's daf is the four lines tucked away here on Sadiq Zayin of the base, Tanu Rabban and Abraisa, Izeel Matbeo Shal Yerushalayim, Dovru Shloima Mitzad Echod, Viyushalayim Yerakhoidesh Mitzad Echod, Veizeel Matbeo Shal Avram Avinu, Zokein Uskeino Mitzad Echod, so Rashi says, who is the Zokin Miskena? Avram Vesar. Who is the Bachar Upsula? It was Yitzchak and Rivka. So Avram Avinu has this coin. It's known as Matbeya Shal Avram Avinu. On one side of the coin, you see Avram and Sarah. On the other side of the coin, there's Bachur Upsula, which is Yitzchak and Rivka. Now, the Gemara doesn't say Avram and Sarah, Yitzchak and Rivka. The Gemara says Zokin Eskena Bachur Upsula. But Rashi says that Zokin Eskena was referring to Avram and Sarah, and the Bachur Upsula was referring to Yitzchak and Rivka. If you take a look at the Marsha, the Marsha says, that if you'd ask me, 
I would have been Mefarish the Gemara a little differently than Rashi. I would have said that really Saida the Zokin and the Skena and Saida the Bachar and the Psula were both Avram Vesara. This is Matbeya Shal Avram Avinu. It's not the Matbeya Yitzchak, it's the Matbeya of Avram. So I would have thought that the Zokin and Skena is Avram Vesara and the Bachar and Psula is also Avram and Sarah. And why would that make sense? Al Shem Hanes, Sha'achar Shenasu Skenen, we know that after Avram and Sarah were older people, so they had a miracle, Nasul and Nes, and they became young again, and that's what they were able to have children. So it comes out that there was actually a miracle that happened in the lives of Avram and Sarah, where they were older, but at the same time, Hashem performed a miracle, and all of a sudden, they became younger. That's the Zokim Veskene Mitzarecha and the Bachar Psula Mitzarecha. It's all Avram Avinu. Avram and Sarah were older and then they became younger and that's the point that maybe this coin was I'll shame that nest and it's all referring to Avram and Sarah but there is Chayim Alatar on this Gemara he doesn't quote the Masha but he goes out Derech the Masha and he fleshes it out a little bit more he says that this was the Derech of Melachim that very often if they had a miracle that took place with them so they would go and they would make a coin to commemorate this miracle. So it actually makes sense that the Matbeah Shal Avram Avinu would be in that vein. Thus you would have the Zokim Veskeinu Mitzad Echad and the Bachar Ubesulam Mitzad Echad all referring to Avram Avinu. Truth is, if you look in the Sefer Makdoshim, there's a lot of different machshavas that are said to bring out this point. That Sai the Zokin and Skena and Sai the Bachar Ubesulam is all referring to Avram Avinu Al Derech the Marsha Al Derech the Teres Chayim and some musr or some inspiration that's meant to be taken out of this idea that Avram and Sarah's coin is Zokim Veskena on one side and it's Bakr Psul on the other side. I just mentioned two that I saw. One is in the Sefer Divrei Torah from the Michas Luzer. This is in Madura Tenyana. It's Sif Peiches. He says, Shamati b'shem Magid Mefursim Echad Milita. He said, I heard in the name of a Magid Mefursim in Lita who? for whatever reason, shall remain nameless. But he says, and I heard from this Magid Mephorsen, who was from Litta, who says that why was it that Avram and Sarah's coins were zucking the skein on one side and Bachar Psul on the other side? He says, because what was the void of Avram and Sarah? V'anefesh asha asu b'charem. Avram was Megayer the Anoshim, and Sarah was Megayeris the Anoshim. We know Gershen Eskayer is Kekotin Shanoi That means that Avram and Sarah's, their Gesheft, their business was, they would take people that were advanced in age and they would make them literally as if they were youngsters all over again. Thus, the Matbeya of Avram Avinu had a Zokin and Skein on the one side and what's Avram and Sarah, what are they selling? They're telling you that you know you're older but I'm giving you a new lease on life and you can be Kikan Shanoi You can literally start all over again and that's symbolized by the fact that on the other side of the coin, what do you have? You have the Bachar and the Psula and he added to that that that's the of Matbeya Shal Avram Avinu. Matbeya means the Teva and the Mida of Avram Avinu was. Mashehet Biyu was this idea that you could be a Zokin and Skena, but at the same time you could be youthful in spirit. You could start all over again. You can literally be Kikat and Shanoiladami. Zokin and Skena on the one side and the Bacher and the Psula on the other side. I saw on the side of the Ein Yaakov from a, a pirish that's called Be'er Rechayfais. This is on the Likutim side of the 
standard edition of the Ein Yaakov, and he brings from this Sefer a, a very, very long arichos. And the idea that he says is that when a person's young, he has koiches. As a person gets older, so the Eivarim becomes schwacher, And as a result, you start losing your koiches. He says that every single person should try to be young and fresh and youthful when it comes to doing mitzvahs, but at the same time, he should feel like an al and he should be tired and lazy when he comes to doing Averis. And he says that's really the, the key to success in life, that there's an idea on the one hand to be youthful, at the same time to be lazy, and the way you're supposed to channel it is for good things be fresh and young and for not good things that's when you're supposed to be the other way around and he says that you find this idea very much by Avram and by Sar. he says where do you find it see he teaches this is Alderich Drush he says the Pasuk says Avram Zokein Bobayomim Vashem Berich Es Avram Makhel so Pasha, what the Pasuk means is Avram Zokein Avram was old Bobayomim he was advanced in age but he says, Avram was old, even though he was Babayomim, even though he was younger, he was just coming into his days. But he acted and he behaved as if he was old, because that's his idea, that when you're young, when it comes to doing Averis, that's when you're supposed to feel like you're old. He says, Chazal say there are three people that was Zoycha to this Keser, that you find them, that you find that the Pasuk describes them as being Zoki Babayomim. Avram Zokin Baba Yomim. The Pasuk says, Malach Malach, right in the beginning. Vahamelech David Zokin Baba Yomim. And it says it by Shmuel. The Shmuel Zokin Baba Yomim. So he says, What's the significance that these people, they were Zokin Baba Yomim? He says, Yesh this is the point. That even though they were young, they were Baba Yomim, they're first starting, but at the same time, they understood that when it comes to doing an Avera, that's when you have to be a Zokin. That's when all of a sudden you have to start feeling like you're a little bit older. So you see this in you by Avram, that Avram is Baba Yomim, but he feels like it's okay. He says, that everyone knows Rashi right in the beginning of Chai Sara. So how old was Chai Sara? Meya Shonim, right? The Sheva, she was 20, 100, and she was 7. So I just say she was uh, 127 years old. So Rashi says, because we're trying to say a little bit of a remez over here, that when she was Bas Kuf, she was like a Bas Chof, and when she was Bas Chav, she was Kebaz Zayin Liyoyfi. So listen to how he teaches it. He says that we know Sari Menu, when she got older, we just spoke at the Marsha, Achri Beloisi Hoysali Edna, all of a sudden, she suddenly became young again. Being that she became young again, so really, her matziv was very dangerous. He said, because one of the milas that Hashem gives a person is that he gets older. And when he gets older, he taka becomes shvacher. And now because he's shvacher, he doesn't have the yetzahar, he doesn't have the same taiva to do averis. It's not a bad thing, it's a good thing. Because now all of a sudden, his, his yetzahar wanes a little bit. The fact that Sari Imenu was 100, but she was like she was 20, was something that really was very risky. It was very dangerous. So he says, this is what Rashi is saying. When she was Baskov, she was Gepas Chof Lechet. Ratzaloymar, Shehoisa Alumo Lechet, Keshehoisa Baskov, Kebas Chof. She was vulnerable to do an Avera when she was 100, just like people are vulnerable to do an Avera when they're 20. Why? Kishava Ozli Me Naruso. Because when she was 100, she was already, she went back to being young. Pirsanid Lechazal So all of a sudden, she's a young lady. So if that's the case, isn't that a bad thing? 
Why would that be a Milo? The Teretz is because when she was Bas Kof, she was Kabazain Liyoyfi. What does that mean? If someone is a Bas Kof and she's a Yoyfi, so it could be very dangerous. Quotes the Gemara in Nazar with the, the, the Nazar that came from Dorim and he went to Shimon Atzadik. So the fact that she was so beautiful can be a problem. But he says, a bazayin, that's a yoifi. Does she have a yetzahara? No, because she's a bazayin. Peter Ketana Oynes. Right? She has no yetzahara. So although she was bazkov, kibazchof lechet, she was vulnerable and she was a hundred like you would have been twenty, but for Sarah it was not a problem because she was bazkov, lebazayin, leyoifi. So when she was twenty, she acted like she was a bazayin. Meaning she completely was able to suppress a yetzahara. And be that she was able to suppress the Yitzhara, it's not going to be a problem. But either way, this is what he says. And the idea is, is that the coin of Avram Avinu is that a person always has to see himself. In certain Matzavim, I'm a Zokin and a Skena, and in other Matzavim, I behave, I behave like a Bachar and a Psula. And like this, you'll be able to straddle life. You have to know when to feel like a Zokin and a Skena, and when to feel like a Bachar and a Psula. It shouldn't matter how old you are. What's supposed to matter is, is what it is that you're approaching. When you're approaching Ruchnius, it doesn't matter how old you are, you're a Bachar and Psula. And if you're approaching Dover Shal Gashmi, it doesn't matter how young you are, Vavram Zokein, even though he was only a Baba Yomim, he's supposed to behave as if you're older. But just to end with one Dover Nifla from the Rogach of and that is, so, the Braisa says, Ezeo Matbeya Shal Yerushalayim, so if you look at Rashi, Rashi says, The coin of Yerushalayim had the names David and Shloyman written on one side and had the name Yerushalayim and written on the other side. By Bachar Absula, Rashi says, Yitzchak Verifka. Zakin uskein Avram v'sara. Rashi doesn't say kasov. By Dover Shloima it was kasov. By Yerushalayim Rakaydish it was kasov. Bachur Psula Yitzchak v'Rivka. Zakin uskein Avram v'sara. If you look at Toisvus on the bottom of the Yomud, Vibra Maskel Matbeish Shal Avram Avinu Zakin uskein Mitzadechad. So Toisvus says like this: Bebreishis Rabba Darish. If you take a look at the Bebreishis Rabba. It says on the pasuk va'agadlo shemecha sheyitze loy munitin ba'olam. So. Hashem told Avram Avinu, You're going to be famous. So what does it mean you're going to be famous? You're going to have Muniten. It's up to Medrash. Umal Muniten. Zokin uskena mikan bachur b'chura mikan. This is Gemara. That the Muniten is, is that you're going to have a coin named after you. Apparently that's like really making it. And that's what it means. Avram v'agadlo You're going to have a coin. It's going to be literally these Muniten. says, Toisvis. On this bracious rabbi, Venero, Loisha Hoya by Tsura Zokinuskena Mikan, Bachurup Hura Mikan. Don't think that there was actually a picture of a Zokinuskena commemorating Avram Avinu and a Bachurup Hura on the other side, either Yitzchak Rivko, like the Tsuna Maktoishim say, which is a little bit mashma even from Toysfis, that it's also Sarah and, uh, and Avram on the other side. It's also to make a Tzurah. It was written the words, it was written the words, and Toysfis says, by the way, Rashi said it. Now Rashi didn't say it by Zakin Eskain, but Rashi did say it by David Shlomi, 
Yerushalayim Yerakoidish. And Tosh says it's Poshit that whatever Rashi said there, he didn't have to repeat himself. But Avada would apply to this as well. So the Rogach of Agoyin, and this is in Tzofnas Panech and Parshas Lachlachal. So he says as follows. Let's read it inside. It's Geshmak to learn a Rogach of inside. Ayin Tosis Bavakamad Avtzadik Zayin Omid Beis. Our Tosis that we just read. The Asamat Bey Ayesham. It's on the Pasuk Vagad Lashemecha. So Tosis quotes a Medrash on the Pasuk Vagad Lashemecha that says that what does it mean Vagad Lashemecha? Munitin. Munitin meaning Giganamat Bey. Says the Rogach of Ulashitas Rashi. According to Rashi, there was a tzura. Toysfus says, Mefurish, there was no tzura. But the Rav Chava says, Rashi doesn't sound that way. Even though it sounds a little like Toysfus maybe was saying it in Rashi, it's not clear in Toysfus. But the Rav Chava says, Pasha Rashi held that there was a tzura. Because Rashi says, Kosov by David Ushleim and by Ushleim and and he doesn't say Kosov as it relates to Zokim Eskein or Bachar Upsula. It says the Rav Chava and Pshad is, the Benoyach Mutabetzura. Because although it's true that it's Osir, to make a tzura of an Adam, but a Yisrael has that Isser. A Ben Noyach doesn't. And being that a Ben Noyach doesn't, so Avram's Matbeya was able to have a tzura, because Avram Avinu was a Ben Noyach. By the way, even though Avram maybe had a din of a Yisrael, the Mishlon Melech, and Prashish Joshim Joshalif, that's only after he had Brismila, which is much later. But Dover and Shloima, the Matbeya of Yerushalayim, that can't have a tzura. And that's Pshan and Rashi. the fee, and I'll tell you the argument. The Khan Omar ben Ayin Heishanim. How old was Avram Avinu right in the beginning of Parshas Lech Lecha? Right, the Pasuk says he was ben Chom Heishanim, Veshivim Shanim, Betzeis HaMecharim. He was 75 years old. Vezela Acha Kibosh Malachim. And this was right after the war against the kings. Ayin Toises Brachas Dav Zayin Amidbeis, Shabbos Dav Yudam Amidbeis, Saizavay Dezor Tesam Adalev, Ayin Adarm Lamidbeis. What does he mean? He means is that there's a, a fascinating Toysus in Brachas Dav Zayin Omid Beis that Toysus says that throughout Parshas Lachlacha, Avram Avinu gets younger. It's fascinating. Parshas Lachlacha, we have a read on this, is 100% Tzirik It's literally backwards. How old is Avram Avinu right in the beginning of Parshas Lachlacha? The Pasuk says he's 75 years old. Then he fights against the kings, and Tosef makes a cheshman that he's 72, 73, around that time. So he just got a few years younger. And then you have the Brisbane Absarim, where the Seyed Oivim says that Avram Avinu was 70 years old by the Brisbane Absarim. Right, that's the cheshman that the Pasuk says, in Moshe B'nai Yisrael, Shiyoshu B'Eretz Yisrael, Shloshu Shon of Arba Me'ashon, the Yidim were in Mitzrayim for 430 years. So what's the cheshman? Right, it was really 210 years. 400 is later Yitzchak. How long? But what's 4:30? It's me'esa besura. And Rashi and Chumash parshas by brings because the Seyed Olam says that at the Brisbane Absarim he was 70 years old. So in the beginning of the parish he's 75, and then he's 72, 73, and then already he's 70. He's getting younger. Then at the end of the parish he's already older. But the point is, this is the way he plays itself out. But what do you see from here? That you see from here that the story of the beginning of Parshas Lech Lecha, where he's 75, really happened when? After the Kibosh of the Malach. Now, the Oz Tikein Maisa, said the Ragachava. It was then that Avram Avinu was Masak in Maisa. Ayin Rambam Veraivid Hilchis Malachim Bazar. 
What does that mean? So the Rambam in Hilchus Malach in Perak Tess, he talks about the history of all the mitzvahs. So he says, Noyach, Avra Adam Arishan was commanded six mitzvahs, not seven, six. Then Noyach got the seventh mitzvah, which was Eva Menachat. And then the Rambam says, Avram Avinu got Milo, and he was Masakin Shachris, and Yitzchok was Masakin Meiser. The Ravid is Masig on the Rambam, and he says, How could you tell me that Avram Avinu didn't give Meiser, and Yitzchok gave Meiser? It says, after the whole story with, uh, it says, Vayite Meiser Mikoil, he gave it to Malkitzed. So he says, you see, he gave Meiser. So you, who was Masak in Meiser? It was, according to the Ravid, Avram Avinu. When was he Masak in Meiser? After the Kibush of the Malachim. Ube Meiser Sheini Tzorich Kesef, Shiyeshal of Tzura. Part of Meiser is, is Kesef she, is Meiser Sheini. Meiser Sheini, there's a lot of Pidya Meiser Sheini. For Pidya Meiser Sheini, it has to be Vitzarta, right? It has to be Kesem Sheyesh by Tzura. Lochein Osa Matbeya and Tzura. That's why there was a Matbeya Shalav Ramavino. So he said, Half of a fellow. He says, Vagadu Shemecha. That's in the beginning of Parshas Lachacha. What did that mean? Tzok Ayin Toysis Bavakamo. It's referring to this Medrash. You're going to have Munitin. What does it mean, Munitin? You're going to be famous. How famous? There's going to be a coin named after you. You're going to have this coin. When did this happen? When he was 75 years old, which happened right after the Kibosh of the Malachim. What do you mean? The Kibosh of the Malachim happened after. I ain't Toysus here, Toysus there, Toysus in the other place. No, because this really happened after the war. Why now after the war, all of a sudden is this fame of Agad Mecha suddenly being manifest, starting playing itself out, because it was right around then that Avram Avinu was Masaka Meisim. Part of Meiser is Meiser Sheni. Meiser Sheni requires Kesef. Kesef Sheyesh Boitzura. That's why there's Avram Avinu. And that's why he had a Tzura. In other words, Rashi it's before that it was only Kosev Davar Shloyma and Yushlaim in But as it relates to Bachar Upsula Zakan Eskena, over there you actually had the Tzura. Toysfus says not that way. No, the other way, there was a Tzura. I, there's an issue, he was a Benoyach. Ah, you'll ask me, Akasha, Lamaisa, Bromovino, was Makan, Kolotarukula, Achaloy, no, the terror says he needed it. He needed a Kesem, Sheyesh, by Tzura. Why did he Kesem, Sheyesh, by Tzura? Vitzarta, Kesem, Biotcha. He needed it for the mitzvah, Maisa Sheni. He's Dr. Rogachov, and that's why it's Dafka right here that all of a sudden you have the Matbeya, Shalav Bromovino.